Super Talk Mississippi media production. It's always a pleasure to have a chance to talk to the top dog, the director of athletics at Mississippi State University, John Cohen, who, you know, you've been a busy man these, this, this week uh, with the Road Dogs Tour. You've been traveling the state with uh, the coaching staff, Coach Leach, Coach Jans, Coach Purcell, uh, there with you. When you do those meetings, you know, obviously you get up and you speak and you have a message for the fans. When you're done speaking and you're talking to the fans, what's their message to you right now? Yeah, it's been very supportive, which is, you know, obviously something that that we appreciate. You know, our fans are different. We um, that Our fans have to work a little harder. Our fans have to drive a little farther. Um, our, our fans have to bring in things like cowbells. I mean, it's, uh, it's a little bit more on our fans than I think other fans around the league, but that's what makes our fans so special. Um, we have a very, very devoted fan base that's very knowledgeable about all sports. And, um, you know, I, I think in a lot of ways, um, I'm in a unique situation here, Brian, because I, I, I am one of them. I am a graduate of Mississippi State University. I'm a fan, and I love this institution the same way they do. So I think we have so much in common, and that, that's why it's so much fun to go around the state and visit with these, these great folks. Right now, we're, we're seeing the rise of NIL. That is, that is the topic in, in college sports right this second. And you, as a, as a man who's in, you know, one of your jobs is fundraising. You've got people who you want to do, donate to the Bulldog Club, but I know that you know that people need to start making a push for NIL and making donations there. How do you talk to fans about the balance? Like, look, we still need you to, to do this, but we also might need you to do this. Well, let's make it clear. I, I, I think I speak for a lot of athletic directors and a lot of administrators in the Southeastern Conference when I say um, name, image, and likeness is not a bad thing. Like, in its purest form, allowing kids to go out and personally make uh, money off their name, their likeness, off of their ideas. I think that there's no way we should ever stand in the way of that. What ha- happens is what has happened throughout the history of intercollegiate athletics. And I'm talking about a hundred plus years is that once the adults get involved and the third parties get involved, it's no longer a, a great idea because it's tainted. Uh, and it's tainted in such a way, Brian, where, it's no longer on the kids to go out and find a way, you know, to, to have the better idea or to use their own name, image, and likeness. It's about adults trying to make money off of, off of them um, and, and trying to work deals for them and, and probably doing things that are against state laws and NCAA rules. Um, so I think we're all kind of in a world right now where, we, we want the perfect world where the, the young person, young man or woman has a chance, you know, to go, go out and create some revenue for themselves. But at the same time, you know, the, the whole thing of, you know, transferring to the school who's the highest, better, uh, you, you know, absolutely trying to create a, a, a pure form of free agency. I just, I mean, there's not a sport on this planet in which that has succeeded by going to a pure form of free agency, e- even the professional sports have, have not survived well on a free agent only system. And, and unfortunately that's what we have right now. 
If I made John Cohen the commissioner of college football, what would be the first step you would take to try to bring some balance to this situation? Well, if you're talking about football specifically, the first thing I would do is try and get all the parties together and, and create a, a 12-team playoff. And I think there's a <laughs> lot of folks who agree with, with that form. Um, and I know that we have a president. We're so fortunate to have a president here at Mississippi State who's just really gets intercollegiate athletics at a high level. Um, I, I think that's one thing I would do. I think the other thing I would do is really clarify some of the rules of the game to make it more simple for officials. I, I think we put so much on the officials and we're asking them to do things at times that are almost impossible. And I say that for all sports, really. Um, but, yeah, I, I, again, you're talking about football specifically, and NIL affects all of our sports. But certainly I would want to address that issue. I'd want to address the issue of name, image, and likeness and, and try and work to a system that's not purely based on free agency. Let's talk facilities for a minute, and we'll start over at Davis Wade Stadium where there, there's something going on on the west side, on, in the upper deck, and I've seen some things talking about it in terms of a, of a left-field lounge kind of atmosphere or, or, or just some sort of new, not your run-of-the-mill seating option that's going to be happening there. Can you give us some clarity of what's happening with the west side upper deck? Well, what we've seen uh, throughout the nation, and especially here at Mississippi State, is premium options are very appealing to our fan base. And this is another premium option, Brian. Uh, it is going to be on the west side in the upper deck. We're about to make some announcements about it, so I don't want to steal our marketing you know, department's thunder. But we have some really unique ideas. And you're right. One of the really special things about Mississippi State is the left field lounge. Um, our fans like being able to congregate. They like being able to be mobile. Um, they enjoy visiting. And we want to bring that type of atmosphere uh, to football as well. And we're going to use some upper deck spaces with some just some terrific views, uh, some vantage points that are outstanding. So, yeah, we're really excited about that. Of course, we just did a little bit more than $10 million worth of work, two brand new video boards on either end that are Dactronics and a ribbon board that goes all the way around the facility, you know, from the west side, you know, to the north end to the east side. So I, I think our fans are going to see some immediate differences in our football facility. And, you know, we're just starting to scratch the surface of the things we really want to do to a, to a pretty old facility uh, in football. It's one thing the Mississippi State does that's always stood out to me is, they make non-premium options feel like premium options with what they've done with, you know, we're back in the day with the Sky Dogs with, on the east side upper deck and now, now with this. You know, when you talk about Mississippi State's fan base and it's a little harder for Mississippi State fans sometimes, is, is that part of the marketing plan? Like, this is what we have to work with. Let's make it, if, if, we, if we can't change it, let's make it feel like it's changed. Yeah, I think we have to be creative. Um, again, at, at Mississippi State, it's never going to be only about money. We're very um fortunate that we're resourced you know at a very high level and, and so we can do some things to make our fans more comfortable i tell you if you look at duty noble just as an example mm. you know outside of the the things that we've done to the palmero center i'm not sure we made duty noble field any better for the players in terms of their areas in terms of their facilities i think they're very comparable to what we had before. What we did 
is we reached out to our fan base and said, hey, we want to make this better for you. We want better views. We don't want you to have to sit on hot uh, bleacher seating in baseball. We want all of our seating to be more directed toward the playing surface and closer. And these are the things we want to do in all of our facilities. And um, it, it is about our support, our fans. Uh, they create the environment that's so special to our, our athletes. You did somehow turn it from a pitcher's park to a hitter's park, John. I don't know how you did that <laughs> innovations, but you did do it somehow. Uh, the hump is obviously coming along. Uh, the renovations are happening there. Once that happens, you know, Davis Wade finished up in 2014. Obviously, that's sort of an ongoing thing. You have to keep up with the Joneses there. Duty Noble is what it is. What's next on the list once the hump is done? Yeah, well, you know, we have a softball project that's somewhere between 6 and $7 million we're doing. You know, some really outdated uh, facilities in softball that we're trying to improve, you know, uh, state-of-the-art locker room, hitting, pitching facility for those guys, coaching offices. So we're very excited about, about that. Of course, what a great season our softball team had, so close to getting to the College World Series. But, you know, breaking down that barrier of getting to a super regional and hosting it was so special for for that program and for all of us. Um, yeah, so there, there's several uh, things we want to do in football. We need to address the south end zone. We're going to address um, our tread sizes uh, on the western side. Uh, we want to make it more comfortable for our fans. Um, it, it, it never ends, you know, because you just want to keep making it a better facility, you know, for your fans but and, and for your student-athletes as well. You're on this uh, this Road Dogs tour right now, and if we're talking about the hump, you know that that get two new coaches in there uh, this this uh, season with uh, Chris Chan, Sam Purcell. What's been the reaction for those for the new faces with with our fans when you when you go down and you bring those guys out? Is it the most positive reaction that you could have hoped for? Or are fans excited for basketball, especially men's basketball? Because you know, as you and I both know, that has been a sport that is the excitement level hasn't been there the past couple of seasons. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, Chris Jans just has – he has a great plan. He has a great vision. And, of course, Sam Purcell has, you know, incredible energy and vision as well. Those guys have already done a great job in the, the portal of attracting some elite talent. And, um, yeah, I, I, they've been very well received around the state. Um, I think the one of the things that the fans see is they just shoot straight. They're transparent, and they're all in. And, I, again, there's a, a vibrancy. There's a – uh, an energy to them that I, I think is immediately noticeable to our fans. Big picture question to finish this up here, John. You know, obviously we talked about NIL and, and college athletics is always a very quick changing landscape, but it feels like it's changing faster than it ever has before. What's the biggest challenge this university faces over the next five years? Yeah, you, you know, I, I think it's not just Mississippi State. I, I think the, the entire structure of college athletics where will it be in five years? I think that's a challenge for us. Um, I, I, I think a challenge for us is every SEC school at this point is battling the living room and the TV set. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, we're, we're very fortunate that we have a great partnership with ESPN and the network and, um, and currently CBS. But, I mean, when you look at that, what those guys what, – what, what those – entities can do to present a picture of an athletic event is pretty amazing. And we're trying to get people to show up and our people have to travel a little farther than, than other places. So um, I, I, you know, we have an opening 
day weekend, 6.30 start against, uh, against Memphis. And, you know, we would absolutely love to, for the house to be filled for that. I'm very hopeful that it'll be a tremendous crowd. But if you're asking me about the next five years, I, I, I would hope that the free agency is over. You know, Brian, I've heard you guys say this on your own show, and I said this a long time ago. You know, free agency doesn't even exist in Starkville Little League. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, there's, what we have set up is a system in which those who have, you know, the most dollars have an incredible advantage. But that doesn't mean they're going to take advantage of that opportunity. Um, but a lot of the things that are happening now were illegal at one point. And the, the fact that, the, that it's not illegal anymore means that a lot of third parties out there are going to really push the, the limits of this. And I just, it's hard for me to believe that this is good for the student athletes or the sports that they play. So I, that, that's the part of the next five years that has me the most concerned is it has been proven over and over again, even in professional sports, that free agency doesn't work. And I think we, we, we need to fix that. Interesting stuff. John Cohen, Director of Athletics, Mississippi State. Thanks so much for taking some time out to talk with me today. Thank you, Brian. You got it, bud. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.